Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Down. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page in federalbaseball.com. Coming to you, uh, I guess we're sponsored by the District Sports page in federalbaseball.com. Coming to you after a 15-6 win over the Colorado Rockies in Coors Field. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. i got Dave Nichols from the District Sports page on the line. We'll start with the man on the mound for the Nationals. Not the best outing. You wouldn't be able to tell that by the way it ended. But Jordan Zimmerman started the night winless in six starts, 0-3, 360 ERA, 2-2-4, 2-6-1, 3-51 line against over that stretch of 36 and two-thirds innings pitched, 8-8 and on the year, 3-3-4 ERA, 3-2-3 FIP, 1.58 walks per nine, 6.92 K per nine, 266-299, 3-61 line against, 5-0 and and nine career starts for the Rockies, 2-1-0 ERA in 55 innings pitched. He gets another win tonight in spite of giving up six runs. Uh, one run on four hits when he faced the Rockies in D.C. earlier this month. I don't remember how that game ended, or at least I didn't until Carlos Gonzalez reminded me it was a two-run home run in the first that made it 2-2 after the Nationals jumped out to a lead. An error on a grounder with a runner on third by Ian Desmond allowed another run to come in, 3-2, to two, two out in the second. Zimmerman gives up a home run by Jose Reyes on an 0-2 fastball, 4-2 to two Rockies at that point. 6-4 Nats after four and a half, but Bryce Harper uh, error on a throw in the first on a line at the right leads to another run scoring 6-5, 6-6 on a home run by Carl Parker in the sixth inning. I mean, this is just a ridiculous game. I compared it afterwards to watching someone else's kid play Little League Baseball, but Jordan Zimmerman goes six innings, nine hits, six runs, four earned, one walk, six Ks, three home runs allowed, gets the win. He really earned this one. Yeah, you know, last time out he gives up one earned run and takes the loss. This time he gives up six runs, four earned in six innings and gets the pitcher W. So it just it's further reinforcing the idea that pitchers' wins are stupid. Um, anybody who cites <laughs> pitcher wins as a metric saying how good or bad the pitcher is uh, doesn't know what they're talking about. I mean, uh, you know, we, this can be chalked up somewhat due to the course field anomaly here. Um, but Zimmerman wasn't sharp. I mean, he was missing his spots, uh, gave up three home runs, um, just not particularly good. Again, his fielding let him down. Uh, you mentioned the Ian Desmond error. You mentioned the Bryce Harper error. And, and that uh, that play right there, and, and I, maybe we can talk about it later on, but um, just encapsul- encapsulates what's wrong, what has been wrong with the Nationals. Harper was trying too hard, and Wilson Ramos didn't fail to back up the play and wasn't trying hard enough. So, um if you were looking to to encapsulate the season uh, in one play, uh, that was it. But uh, but going back to Zimmerman, um, not particularly sharp, but uh, hung around long enough, and the offense eventually ended up bailing him out. And and hey, it, 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 he gets the win where um, where last week he deserved to win. This week um, doesn't deserve it, but gets it. So good for him. Nine and eight on the season. Uh, another uh, bargaining point there when he uh, goes for his uh, uh, free agency in the off season. Okay, hold on a minute. I'm looking through my notes to find where that uh, error by Harper had. It might take me a few minutes to sort through all the stuff. Oh, here it is. Uh, that was in the fifth inning. Jason Worth with a strong throw in. Gets Jose Reyes trying to stretch a single into a double. Reyes slides by the bag. But looked to me like he was going to be out either way, but made it easy by sliding by. Uh, Bryce Harper, though, gifts them. Rockies a runner on second, trying to throw DJ LeMahieu out at first on a liner to right. I have hash brown not smart on that one. 
Uh, Nolan Arenado comes up next, RBI double. I wrote RBI single by mistake on Twitter, and everyone scolded me, of course, saying he would have scored anyway from first. So it doesn't matter what Harper did, but still, it's not a smart play at all, just trying to do way too much. Um, You mentioned Wilson Ramos. I I have a hard time blaming him all that much just because maybe you should know Harper is going to try stuff like that occasionally, but not exactly a routine play there. And an ill-advised throw from Harper, in my opinion, regardless of what ended up happening, or an Arenado single in a run, 6-5 at that point. Right. Certainly uh, uh, not a routine play. Um, Certainly the bulk of the the, – um, the bad news here goes goes to Harper for making a throw and making a bad throw. Um, but Ramos literally just stood at home plate and watched it. I mean, you know, the the catcher's the catcher's next job is to is to be backing up a play at first and then um, and then preparing for a play as a play. He didn't either. He just stood there and watched the ball um, go all the way around the backstop, and he finally ended up picking it up somewhere around the third base um, on deck circle. So. Um, plenty enough blame to go around, but yeah, just the, even even if Harper makes the play there, um, all that does is, is get a fastball on his, on his rear end the next time up. I mean, you can't throw out a position <laughs> like that. That's just silly. <laughs> all right, all I'm thinking the whole time is yes, Wilson Ramos is supposed to back up first on grounders to the infield. <laughs> I honestly don't know what you're supposed to do on a line drive to right when Tony does that, but I guess he should be backing up the right side of first base. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, good try, Bryce Harper. Didn't work this time. David Hale on the mound for the Rockies. Uh, 0-9 Braves third-round pick acquired by the Rockies this past January. Threw six and a third scoreless versus the Nats while he was with Atlanta. Made eight starts with Colorado before landing on the DL with a groin strain at the beginning of July. Three and four, five six nine ERA, five two three six, two ninety four, three thirty five thirty three line against and forty nine innings pitched before he got injured. He gives up a two out walk to Bryce Harper in the first, gets squeezed on a two two fastball to UNL Escobar, and of course gives up a two run home run on the next pitch. Two nothing Nationals early. The score is four to two after two. Rockies are up, but Danny Espinosa doubles, scores on an Escobar single. Harper walks, scores on a swinging bunt by Ian Desmond eventually. Four to four at that point. Worst singles of two out in the fourth. Scores on an SB double five four. I actually have to turn over the page to update this part. Just ridiculous game. Ian Desmond singles with one down. Uh, takes second on a wild pitch. Takes third on a fly to right. Scores on a wild pitch. Six to four Nationals at that point. David Hale just not a great outing for him either. Neither of the starting pitchers lasted very long. Five innings pitch, no. it's six earned, six earned runs, three walks, four Ks, one home run allowed. Yeah, you know, Hale looked like he was going to be a decent pitcher coming up in the Braves organization. Um, started in the minors. Uh, they transitioned him to the bullpen when he got called up, and he looked like a pretty decent pitcher. But um, but you can't be just a decent pitcher in Colorado. I mean, that's where decent pitchers go to die. And um, it's, it's just a shame when you see young pitchers um, that look like they have some promise get traded to the Rockies because all they do is turn into batting practice. Um, it, it, you know, it, we've talked about this, uh, you know, a lot, and, it, and it's talked about all across baseball, but Coors Field is a joke. Uh, it, it's silly to put a baseball stadium at, at that elevation. Um, they have to make it so big um, to try to prevent home runs, but all you do is make bigger gaps. Um you know, and this was one of those games. I mean, this was a game where you know, you know, it was the the last team to get on a rally uh, was going to win the game, and and 
you know, it was, it was tied through the middle innings. The teams traded, um, traded lead. Neither of the starting pitchers were particularly effective. And tonight, the Rockies bullpen outsucked the Nats bullpen, and that was the story of the game. <laughs> 21 runs scored total, 28 hits, four errors, I think two or three wild pitches. I lost count at some point there. 11 walks total, 10 of them by the Rockies. I think at least six or seven of those walks came around to score as well. Just really ugly baseball all around. It's great to see the Nats get a win, but the three-hour and 45-minute slog in this game, I'll take it for a win that gets them back to 500, but this is just some ugly baseball, like you said there. Um with the one yeah, time Twitter I saw that was go ahead. I was gonna say the, the Nets scored eight runs in the eighth and ninth innings. They haven't scored eight runs on this road trip yet until tonight <laughs> in the eighth and ninth innings alone. It's just this ballpark is a just a joke. It's an atrocity to baseball. Just to add to the ridiculousness, uh Mitch Goldich, who is when I click on his name I'll tell you, a sports writer, social media producer for S I now Sports Illustrated, otherwise known as. Uh, Bryce Harper scored four times tonight without recording a hit. It's only been done 28 times since 1914. Just looking for the latest one before that. Uh, Freddie Freeman in 2014. Brett Gardner that same year. Carlos Pena two years before that. Just a ridiculous night. They, the Rockies wanted nothing to do with Bryce Harper, it would seem. Uh, Nationals maybe should have taken the same approach with Carlos Gonzalez, who hit another home run. I believe that was his... He was 4 for 12 with three home runs in D.C., including the slam off of uh, Drew Storr and that blew Jordan Zimmerman's last uh, start against the Rockies. Does it again in the first two-run home run, 14 of 28 home runs since the All-Star break. Uh, he injured his knee and ended up leaving that game, so I don't know if we'll see him again, which is probably good for the Nationals, not good for baseball, because you don't want to see anyone get hurt. Nonetheless, a player as good as him, but uh, just really impressive outing by him the last four games that we've seen him in. Bryce Harper, too, scoring four times without recording a hit. Just ridiculous all around in this game. Yeah, you know, um, Harper knew what the game plan was against him, obviously. I mean, um, there was only that one at bat where he, against one of the relievers, I'm, I'm forgetting it now, where um, where he went fishing a little bit after he'd already walked three times. Um, but, yeah, three non-intentional walks, one intentional walk, uh, scores four runs, um, eight of the of the ten walks that the that the Rockies issued tonight came around to score. I mean, just um, you know, I, I've already said it enough times tonight. But this, you know, it, it's nice that the Nats come out with the win and get back to 500, and and the bats can start feeling good about themselves. But uh, um, hopefully that this entire series, um, the bats continue to swing and they and they really feel good about themselves so that they can come back home on the on the long homestand um, and beat up on some teams that they're supposed to beat up on. Hard to judge the results, honestly, when you're playing in a place like this and the balls are just flying around, the pitching is as, as bad as it was tonight. But uh, what do you think of – of course, we talked about this the other night. If it was time to just put Worth in the leadoff spot and take advantage of his on-base skills since he wasn't producing much in the way of power, of course, the Nationals go and do that. One walk on the night, two for five, three runs scored. A nice bounce back from Worth there after he struggled since coming back from the wrist injury. Do you think we're going to see him atop that lineup for a while now to – wait out until Stan comes back and take advantage of his OBP skills? Well, in one game, he's hitting, he's on basing 500, so that's obviously <laughs> going to buy him at least three weeks in the leadoff spot from uh, from the manager. So, um, you know, at this point, 
um, the Nats need to do something to try to shake things up. You might as well, um, you know, throw darts at the wall and, and, and let it fly that way. But uh, Worth is, is as logical a guy to put in the leadoff spot as possible. Uh, the first 15-so games uh, coming off the DL, he wasn't walking, but his last four or five games, uh, he's been picking up walks at a regular pace. So he's a good guy to have in that spot. He sees a lot of pitches regardless of whether he walks or not. Um, you know, it's it purely coincidental that he that the offense was triggered with him in the lineup spot tonight, or the leadoff spot, but um, it's as logical a spot as any to, to put him in until Span comes back, if Span comes back. I have a hard time complaining about stuff in this game, but I did think it was interesting that you bring Drew Storen into a – well, I guess it wasn't a complete blowout at that point, but bring Drew Storen into a game that's getting towards a complete blowout when uh, – he comes in, gives up two hits, gets a strikeout, and a scoreless inning of work. But if it's a close game tomorrow, then you're going to need him again there, and then you get to the point where, you know, I don't know. What do you think about using him? you think it was just Matt Williams attempting him to get him out there in a game where there's less pressure on him and try to get him through a nice inning and kind of get back on track? Well, it seems to me that these less pressure innings that he's been trying to get Storen in, um, is that's, what he, that's, what he goes, that's what he goes poorly, yeah. Um Gave up two hits tonight, but they weren't. I mean, let's let's face it; they weren't really hard hit balls. I mean, the one was was a broken bat single that that just cleared the infield, and the other one was um, was fair by two inches um, from Jose Reyes. So it's not like he was knocked around and giving up home runs like uh, like he had been earlier in the trip. But um, any time that he can have a scoreless outing at this point, it's got to go work back towards his favor. So um, so yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, it's course field, so it's not like um, it's not like they're going to be. Uh, we're going to have to worry about all these these heavy leverage innings in in the bottom in the back of the um, back of the game because you know any any team can put up a four spot whenever they want to. So I I don't really have a problem with Storm pitching tonight um, as long as he got out of it scoreless, which he did, and uh, um, hopefully that can uh, um, trigger a little bit of uh, confidence in him. Biggest news of the day, as far as I'm concerned, just because I want to be a jerk about this. Uh, Trey Turner made his first career start at second base tonight. It's hard not to notice that Anthony Rendon was not starting at second base tonight. Danny Espinosa got the start there. Do you think this is a sign that they might be thinking about Trey Turner coming up and playing some second? Are they just trying to get him a little work there? Or go ahead and read into this like I'm trying to with uh, Trey Turner getting his first career start at second base with Triple A Syracuse. I think. I think well, we'll have to see. I mean, if he starts at second base tomorrow night, um, and then it, and then again Thursday night, then I think there's something to think about here. But um, you know, this this might have been a case of just trying to get somebody else some some work at, at Syracuse, or or it could be, hey, let's see if he can play second base and um, and we can put him to use at the end of the season. I mean, it, it's really hard to say. I think his future is at shortstop. Uh, I think his acquisition by Rizzo was with Desmond's walking in mind. Um, I think he is the future shortstop on this team. Um, but uh, uh, any time um, a player can, can show his versatility, I suppose it's a good thing. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to read too much into it unless he starts the second two or three nights in a row. Come on, baseless speculations are bread and butter. We'll see what they do the next couple of days. If you missed it, there's a good interview with him on 106.7 The Fan today. You can find that audio online. He was also on uh, Grant Paulson's Minors and Majors this weekend on Sunday, so he's getting a little bit of exposure, too. Maybe it's all coming together, and we'll see him up here soon. But 
maybe we'll just have to wait until September and see if the Nationals bring them up in. Either way, the Nationals snapped their six-game losing streak tonight, got back to 59-59. and 59. The Mets won, too, so they remain four and a half games out of first place. We'll see if the Baltimore Orioles can actually do the Nationals a favor for a change and beat the Mets in one at least one of these games in the series and see if the Nats can pick up a game in the standings. 59-59 on the year. Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and federalbaseball.com. It's an 8.40 game. It's now 1.16 a.m. I'm going to bed, sir. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Hashtag free Trey Turner. Stockhouse says go Nats. <laughs>